Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer, therapist, and businesswoman Gaia Chania, aka Soul33, featured on episode three of the Self Love Club podcast, and will now catch up with me monthly for our series Love Lessons. We'll cover a range of topics, and you can submit questions, areas you'd like us to cover by DMing me at Bell Crawford on Instagram. This episode is all about setting up your year and how you can make it the best, with a focus on learning to live out of love and not out of fear. Gaia, welcome back to the Self Love Club podcast. This is exciting because now we have a series within the podcast. We do. Love Lessons, which I'm so excited to have you doing with me. Thanks, Belle. Like, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Did you have a nice break? I did. I actually had a lot of time to myself, um, which was great. So I had a lot of time to reflect and think about 2019 and... um, the reason why, people are probably wondering why we've called this Love Lessons, yeah. but the reason for that is because, one, your podcast is called Self Love Club, and every decision that we make is based out of love or fear. And because I see so many clients with my business, Soul 33, I see a lot of people basing and making decisions out of fear. So- I wanted to do this with you, you being a client of mine, um, so that we can let our listeners know how to make the right decisions from a soul perspective and not just from the day-to-day life Mm. where you're freaking out about things and making decisions from there. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the time you're making decisions and you're just trying to think rationally about, you know, what's going to work and you you get caught up in that thinking because that is life in a way. It is. But and then you're worried, are you making the right decision? Are you making the wrong one? Yeah. So how do we strip it right back and, you know, learn to make decisions and live from love rather than fear? Exactly. So, you know, being, being January now, everyone's probably thinking about, oh, God, you know, I've just started back at work this week <laughs> and it's back to the same old. And, you know, I see with myself and with my clients, everybody gets to a point where they just can't do it anymore. And that's where you have breakdowns or meltdowns or suddenly just be like, 
I'm going to quit my job and become a meditating monk. You know, lots of people do that. And so making decisions based from love rather than fear is really going into your heart space and figuring out what it is that you want with your life. Like time goes by really, really fast. Our soul doesn't age, but we, our bodies age chronologically. So looking at what you actually want, a lot of people don't ask themselves that question because they're basing it on comparing themselves to other people. Like, okay, oh, my friends are all married with children. That must be what I want. (laughs) You know, my friends are all doing this. That must be what I want. But it's not necessarily true. This is where, this is why I loved spending the time alone over Christmas is because I got to actually sit and think about what I want with no partner in the way, no one around, no clients, just sitting and thinking about what it is that you want. And being January, we want to get you all motivated and ramped up to actually reach your full potential and work towards that because that's what life is about. So sitting here and thinking about what it is that you actually want with your life. Is it you want peace? Do you want happiness? Do you want a relationship? And to and act Acting in a way that is going to get that for you without being desperate. Desperation is a big thing that I see with a lot of my clients. Yeah, and not just in terms of relationship, but I mean, desperation on like a just a level of itself, whether it be like, I really want this career exactly. or I really want this house or whatever it may be. Exactly. And and I feel when I work with my clients because I see past, present and future and I can feel the energy. Desperation is a whole energy on its own. And that can be the thing that sabotages all your plans and all your wants and desires. There's a way of making plans and achieving things and waiting for things to happen without, like you say, I really want that to happen. You know, it has to happen or there's going to be like, you know, there's everything will just melt down and turn into nothing for you and you're going to have a breakdown because that doesn't happen. So there's a way of actually making plans for yourself without having that pressure on that expectation that um, everything's going to turn out the way that you want it to. Because let's face it, it's life and there's always crap in between Mm. the bits that we, to to get to the places where we want to go. And so making a decision and then letting it go so that you're not thinking about it constantly. You're just sort of flowing and working towards it and chipping away and really enjoying it. I have been desperate Mm. before, Belle. I have been desperate before. And let me tell you, all it brought me now when I look back is regret for being stressed and miserable trying to work towards something that I thought I really wanted. And that kind of changed as I brought more joy into my life. Yeah. And it's like, like you say, I mean, I think I've had to learn the difference between drive and desperation. Like we have drive, we want to achieve things. We have goals, like you really want to, but then like you say, enjoying the process rather than like having, I, I think I used to have a lot of tunnel vision as well and be like, this is how it has to be. And this is what I'm so focused on. You can still be focused on things, but enjoy it as it happens. Yeah. Like I just love enjoying things as they go. And, and like you say, if things don't work out along the way, just dealing with it, being upset about it, but then just go, okay, what can I learn from it? And how can I Like, just keep going, really. Exactly. And also looking at it from another perspective. So if something that you thought you wanted doesn't work out, it wasn't meant for you. Mm. Because when you're meant to be somewhere or with someone or for something to happen, it will naturally happen. Like my business, Soul 33, it's all word of mouth. And it went international last year. And that's all word of mouth, Belle. And so when you're meant to be somewhere doing whatever you're doing, 
it will create itself as long as you're working along with that creation and that flow and you're not resisting and pushing faster than that energy is ready to go, if you know what I mean, Mm. you know, because sometimes we can push too hard and this can go back in relationships, say, you know, as a female, if we're in a relationship with a male and we're pushing the male into commitment and they're like going the other direction, it's usually when you, (laughs) when you let go that it's natural for human behaviour for them to be like, oh, well, where's she gone? Actually, I want to be a part of that. I've seen that in my own life. Mm. You know, so it's about, you're, you're giving me this funny <laughs> smirk, but no, it's Because I'm just like thinking, I'm just imagining and I'm like seeing situations and I'm like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so my advice, being someone that sees the universe literally in my day-to-day life with the clients that I see, the plans that you're making for yourself to 2000, for 2019, plan some enjoy, enjoyable things for mm. you, but also learn to let go of that expectation of how those plans are going to turn out because there's a bigger force that is working with you to get you where you want to go. Like when I get clients who are slightly in denial, like I'm telling them, oh, you know, I'm being told that you're a therapist or you're a healer. No, I'm not. I'm like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a hairdresser and people love talking to me about what I do. I'm like, mm. that is a therapist, yeah. you know? So let go of what you think you are an embrace of more of what's coming for you. But you do have to have an idea of what you want. So what are yeah. your plans for this year, Val? Um, This year, well, the Self Love Club will, I want it to grow and there's certain things that I will be doing with it and I'll announce them as they happen. But I mean, last year was a big learning thing. This all started from me just writing on a website. Yeah. And then I was like, I had this idea for a podcast series and then I worked away on that. And then it's sort of, there was a lot of Things I learned along the way about building websites, like doing things like trademarking, creating a brand. So this year, the podcast, um, yeah, like I've recorded so many episodes already. Yeah, it's awesome. Quite a few plans with it and like this exciting collab with you. Um, yeah, there's a few other things I can't really talk about just at the moment. Fair but enough. but yeah, like there's, um, there's some really exciting things happening with the Self Love Club. And I guess just, uh, I don't know, just enjoying enjoying life as well like last year was a big like working away at things I set up a new home and just like really doing a lot of groundwork so this year just enjoying things a bit bit more travel but just enjoying it I mean I'm 30 now as well so (laughs) that's kind of an interesting (laughs) thing for me 36 comes around (laughs) so I don't know like I I guess just chipping away and but just enjoying it and keeping things simple like yes I think you can be productive and I always have a to-do list you know in my diaries of things I need to work through but just keeping it simple and just keeping grounded and and happy being happy I think yeah Yeah. and I and also I I have another question for you because I'm I'm also interested in your answer with this is that has your self-love club podcast has that grown organically or were you pushing to make it no very organic exactly I mean I came up with the idea sort of start of last year really and I didn't launch it for quite a while just because I wanted to work away at a few things and when you're launching something I mean you can just sort of launch it but I just I don't know it all worked out the timing was right that's right and I had to like I wanted to get a lot of things done before I was at that place you know um and then obviously there's a lot of technical things you've got to sort out. No, very organic. And then once I started releasing them, it just all happened really quickly. I think within two months, the download numbers were like getting a lot bigger. Amazing. It was charting, yeah. um, but very organic and yeah. just go with the flow. And I just saw people engaging with me a lot more messaging. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is just something that I've 
just feel and think and I'm, I'm passionate about and it's not I didn't push it not yeah. at all yeah and this is this is because you're meant to be doing this belt mm. and so it will naturally grow and now you've got all your other ideas coming up that you're going to let the listeners your listeners yeah. know down the track and so that's the thing with when you're doing something don't force it so just try something if it doesn't work that doesn't mean there's you shouldn't be persistent with it you give it a good go to make sure that okay actually that's not going to work for me or that doesn't feel right but there's a part where you just have to let go like I see a lot of strung out CEOs coming and people who own multiple businesses and most of the time they like two out of the three businesses but they keep the third one because for whatever reason they don't even need it it's just a pressure that they're putting on themselves mm. and an expectation to reach certain financial goals but life is actually so much more than just money and I I really believe and also know now from having a couple of businesses myself that the one that grows organically and the one that is less resistance and that you're really loving like you get up in the morning going oh my god I'm going to record a podcast yeah I've got my clients coming today or whatever it is those are the ones well if they don't start generating money soon they will in a way, you know, so to give you an income. And it's okay to have an income doing something that you love. Yeah, I mean, you get one life. You want to, well, in each life, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes, like, different multiple lives. Yeah. But this is your life. And I just always say, like, live your best life. Make yes. it the best life you can. And I think that's something I've really learned from you um, is, you know, make your life the best that you can for yourself. Absolutely. Like where I come into the picture with my clients is making sure that everyone is working towards reaching their full potential. And that means different things for people. It's not just, you know, we're not all at the same benchmark trying to reach the same goals. Everyone is so different and it's about being authentically that person, mm. authentically that person. So start of the year, 2019, a lot of people are setting goals I prefer to say setting goals. People have New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I'm a more of a goal planner, like, yeah. you know, like what I want to do this year, achieve, what are some things I'd like to be doing. Yeah. So people are at that point where maybe they're starting to think about that. Mm. What would be a good starting point and what would your advice be to someone who's like looking at the year going, okay, what are we going to do this year? Yeah, okay. So I used to be a real goal planner. Like I'm naturally a very driven, goal-orientated person and I've actually stopped making specific goals. They're, my goals are not specific anymore. They're big picture goals. Like, okay, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what I want my life to feel like. Like your interview with um, PJ, you know, she was talking about how you should feel what you want, you know, and I firmly believe that because if you're feeling it, the universe already assumes like, oh, okay, well, she's already got it. So let's manifest it in something material for her. So with making goals, you know, starting this January, since we're in January now for this this new year, is about looking at, again, what you want and visually putting things together. Like I have a lot of people who visually put stuff together like a vision board or um, um, cr cr drawing. Like one of my friends said she's keeping a, a visual diary at the moment, so I bought her a whole lot of coloured pens and stuff like that. And it's about actually seeing the bigger picture. It's not so much writing the words down like, okay, I want to buy a boat this year. Cool. Okay, so how's it going to feel <laughs> when you get that boat? Or what are you mm. going to do with that boat? So for me, I've got a lot of travel plans this year. But what's actually going to happen when I get there? I don't know. I haven't planned like specifically. It's all bigger picture. So yeah, absolutely. Get get some paper out, some poster paper, whatever, and start doing the bigger picture. I think we all get caught up with the day-to-day -day stuff. Like, you know, I get to the point because my I can 
be quite a routined person. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, I really need to change this up because this is <laughs> fucking boring. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's really, really boring. So just make sure that in your goals and in your plans that you're leaving some room for flexibility because flexibility is really, really important because it allows things to change without you feeling all shaken up and mm. like your foundations moved because something's changed around you. So have goals, but try and make the bigger picture ones this year and see how you feel with doing that without it being so specific. I mean, of course, yes, at some workplaces and things, there's KPIs and stuff that you have to work towards and those are the specific things. Mm. But this is your life, you know? So it's like looking at the bigger picture a bit more so that you understand why and where you're working towards. Like your podcast, there's going to be a bigger picture with this. It's not just the podcast. Yeah. The podcast in itself is amazing with all the guests that you have on and the content. But there will be, and I'm talking about this in a spiritual level, a bigger picture for this for you, Belle. And so will all of you out there with whatever you're doing, whether you're self-employed or whether you have a job, look at what your bigger picture is. Mm. Because when you're 80, 90 and you're looking back, you're not going to remember all the crappy shit that happened during the day. <laughs> yeah, like I went to the gym, I ate a <laughs> yeah. salad for lunch. Yeah, yeah, and I did that for like seven years of my life and then I got <laughs> bored. And then, you know, you're going to be looking at the, like, what have I, how do have I felt yeah. about my life? Because there are parts of my life that I look back on and I regret. I regret feeling that way. I don't even remember what it is that I was feeling that way about. But parts of my life where I was crying every day for years because of what was going on in my life until I started seeing the bigger picture through this ability that I have. And then I knew like, right, Guy is actually here for a bigger purpose and you all, everyone is here for a bigger purpose. I think that's a really good point because I think when we're, whether it be manifesting, thinking about what we want, goal setting, you do sort of think a lot smaller, like this year I want to do this. Yes. But I think that's a really good point. And I think we, we could all take something from that and I, I need to as well, is thinking bigger picture, like whether you're working towards something, yeah, what do I want my life to be like, feel like, you know, yeah. look like, yeah. and then go from there. And today's episode is about that because this is what we're starting the year with, right? So it's about going away after uh, read, reading, you could be reading this episode, <laughs> listening to this episode, and um, looking at the bigger picture. And then you can fill in the blanks accordingly, but sometimes the way things happen don't happen in the way you think. So you might have that outcome. And I see this when I see past lives for people. It's like there's an outcome. Everyone is doing, seems to repeat similar things, but they're getting there in a different way. And so that's where the flexibility needs to be allowed is to get to that point in a different way, because that's where the experiences and the lessons are. Mm. And I think that's something I've learned. And I know a lot of people learn as well. When things happen, that might give you a shock or might be whatever it is. It might be not quite what you had expected would happen. Not yeah. part of the plan. Yeah. You've sort of got to, I've learned a lot with it. You've sort of just got to deal with it, be upset about it, whatever, and then just move on and go, okay, what did I learn out of that? And is this repeated behavior exactly. that I need to stop doing? Yeah. Because I think when you know yourself really well, and I know, I've known with myself before I started seeing you, I was really worried that I was going to sabotage everything for myself. Yeah. I was like, I'm thinking this and I'm feeling that. Does that mean that I'm manifesting it? Because I don't want to. Yeah. And I was really paranoid that I was going to like – sabotage things for myself. And you know what? Those thoughts <laughs> do creep in from some time to time for everybody. And do you know what I actually say to myself if I ever have any doubt coming, cancel, delete, yeah. move on. And I actually say those out loud and then get rid of that thought and that energy because everything is energy. Our thoughts are energy, mm. all of that. 
cancel it. And then I'm like, right, actually, what is it that I actually think about myself? Because I would have had a moment of sabotage or a moment of denial or whatever it is. So there are actual things to do when you understand the spiritual nature of your life. And Val, you know me really well. There's two sides of me. I've got the spiritual side and I've got this really driven product distribution company side of me too. So I'm pretty bang splat in the middle of balance when it comes to the spirituality as well as being real. And so it's about really connecting in with um, knowing what you really want again and making sure that that decision comes from love. And I'm not talking about woo-woo weird love. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about is this the, the right decision for the bigger picture? You know, I'm not doing this because I'm scared I'm going to lose something. I'm scared I'm not going to get to a certain point. I'm doing it because I genuinely want to have the experience in doing it. Yeah. And so what are some of your advice on how to come at things from love rather than fear? Okay. Actually ask yourself that question. So it's we're going to break d- these things down during our, um, our episodes that we do together, but Let's talk about a relationship, right? I see this all the time. Some people, like I see it, unfortunately, see a lot of people that have affairs, okay? And I always ask them, and I see this through their past lives, and then I look down at them and say, so are you having an affair? Yep. I'm like, okay, why are you having an affair? The, re- the, the biggest reason why people don't leave their spouse is because they are too scared that it's not going to work out with the other person and then jumping ship was the wrong thing to do. It's, it's, so that's a fear-based decision because they're like, oh, I'll just hold on to this, but I'll have my cake and eat it too. Oh, no. You know, but it's a repeated pattern. So they're sabotaging the potential of their life because they're – lying and they're doing things out of fear. So you actually have to ask yourself when you're hanging on to something, why am I hanging on to this? Am I scared I'm going to be alone forever? And am I scared that I'm not going to get a better job? Am I scared that um, if I quit my job and start my business, that my business is not going to work out? That's just the gamble that you take. But as long as you're doing it and asking yourself, we never ask ourselves enough. We're always just comparing and going, oh yeah, okay, I need to do that too. I need Mm -hmm. to move on. So I actually stop and ask myself, okay, is this a decision based out of love or am I freaked out and that's why I'm doing this? Is that why I'm putting so much pressure on this business because I have to make it work otherwise I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really stopping and asking yourself, especially in situations where you're unhappy at the moment. And I see that a lot. Obviously, I'm a therapist. So um, it's why are you in a situation that's where you're unhappy, you know? Um, and you really need to ask yourself, is it a fear-based decision? In your opinion, mm. do you think when you're living out of fear, things work out? No, I don't. So I, like, really, I see it all the time. It's it's like, you know, unfortunately, and I'm, I, I feel very sad when I see clients who are in their 60s and 70s who have not ever done anything because I, I, I honestly see this um, – they're still living at home with their mums in 50s and 60s because they haven't left because they were too scared to meet a partner because they don't feel good enough. They're in jobs they don't like because they're too scared that they don't feel good enough. So they will have a very boring life mm-hmm. with not many experiences. But the lesson will be repeated again in the next life because they haven't reached their full potential because they never tried anything because they were too scared to do anything. And so when I see clients like that, I always make sure that my other clients who um, are younger in age or even for myself, I'm like, right, okay, I've learned something from that client. I need to move my ass and do what I really want to do and make sure that I'm doing it because I want to find out more about me. 
Mm. And we're going to talk about that sort of stuff, about how you find out more about you and get more substance in your life in future episodes. But um, absolutely, to answer your question, no, it doesn't work when you're living out of fear. If you think about people like Oprah and Tony Robbins and Beyonce, if they were living out of fear, they wouldn't be who they are. Mm. They were living out of faith and trust and love. And if things didn't work out, then they would they'd just get on and do the next thing. Exactly. And you try mm. something else and you try something else. So they are very evolved spiritually as well as in business and every other way because they've been trying things and moving forward. And if they fail, they just get back on the horse and do something else. They don't run back home or they don't hide under it. They might do that, like you say, for a period of time and have a pity party and then move on. Mm-hmm. But it's the about that moving on process that a lot of people don't do that, Val. They want to say, be a part of that story of being fearful. It's it's a comfortable place, unfortunately, fear. Mm. If people are living in fear and, and that's their, their thing, I mean, it's a big thing to stop doing that. But what are some tips that you can sort of make the first steps to stop living out of fear and and ruining your life, really. So no one's, I mean, if you are living a life of fear at the moment, no one's asking you to suddenly make a big dramatic change because it can be quite scary. It's about making a gentle transition and really wanting that and knowing that life, life is about experiences, lessons and contribution. They really are how you're helping other people. So even if I get an accountant through my door, I'm like, yeah, you're helping them financially. Like I had a, a lovely girl a few weeks ago, um, young lady, beautiful girl, and I'm working on her and I'm being shown that she's been a yoga teacher and blah, blah, blah. And so I said to her, oh, you've been a teacher, a yoga teacher, helping people with their bodies. And I was like, do you do this full time? She's like, no. And I was like, what do you do full time? She's like, I'm an accountant. So I was like, oh, okay. But I said, but you will end up having your studio. But she's like, I'm scared. What if it doesn't work out? Yeah. And I said, but that's who you are. You know, her soul was telling me who she is. So so sometimes I see this. So if you've like, you've got your job and then now you've created self-love podcasts out of it and you've got your future plans. So you're exploring who you are even more through your job. Yeah. You know, and it's all grown organically from there. So to make the first step out of a fear-based life is to make a small transition. So if you hate your job, what is it that you want to be doing? Try something new. Okay. That's, and, and take the risk. You have to be a little bit brave. Or if you've been living at home for ages or you're scared to leave your partner, Go on it, do a trial separation, see whether you really want to be with them or not. And I encourage that with certain clients. It's like, okay, you're telling me that you hate your husband so much. <laughs> Why don't you just leave for a while? But then they're too scared to leave. Go and stay with a friend for a couple of weeks, see how you feel. So little baby steps. No one's asking you to make sudden things. Mm. I, on the other hand, do get to points where I'm like, okay, that's enough, done. <laughs> and then I just change. Yeah. I'm not really a transition kind of person, but I do know that a lot of people are, they can't handle that sudden change. So if you're living in any aspect of your life out of fear, just make a small step towards a life of choosing love for yourself because you ultimately have to look back like I asked you the other day how are you and you're like I'm happy most of the time yeah so am I and that's yeah. how it should be like 80% of the time you should be happy 20% yeah. of yeah okay I'm feeling it we all do that yeah um but because I can see the transformation you've made and even in your skin and how you look and how you carry yourself that you're really choosing love a lot more than fear yeah and once you start doing that um, and being patient with yourself and just being kind to yourself, 
I mean, living from love instead of fear, that doesn't just affect you. That affects so yeah, many everybody. areas of your life, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a ripple effect. Like, like you're a healer in your own way. I'm a healer in the way that I do it with my past, present, future, Soul 33 stuff. And you, when you are making loving decisions, there's so many people that get inspired, Belle, by you and what you're doing and what I do, and they want to create and, and start new things and do things that make them have more love for themselves because – like RuPaul says, how are you going to love anyone else if you can't love yourself, you know? <laughs> so good. You know, so you just got to really, really focus on that, guys, this year is really making decisions out of love for yourself and just knowing you have this one life as who you are now. I guarantee you'll come back because I've seen it before. <laughs> but make it a good one, you know, yeah. and, I, and just make it a good one. Like, what are you scared of? Mm. Don't don't sit in a bubble and just think that this is what life's about. Just do what you want to do um, within the means, of course. Like, don't go and buy a $5 million boat if you don't have the $5 <laughs> million. million. So I'm basically <laughs> screwed. I can't pay this off. I'm <laughs> actually ruined. Yeah, but no, but I'm just talking about really making decisions for yourself that make you happy. Like, Belle, if I didn't quit my job however long ago, I quit my job when I was like 27 or 28, and I was scared, but I did it. I gave up a really well-paying job, you know, I was – had all these perks, my, everything was being paid, my medical, and moved into my garage, <laughs> you know, so I could pay my mortgage. Um, but then it all, through the difficulties, it all just is working itself out. Yeah. There's no end. There's, this is the thing. There's no actual end outcome because it's never going to be enough anyway because yeah. you'll just keep, like all the multi-millionaires that I see as clients and stuff, they just keep going with their businesses. They've got enough money, but it's just the – the drive and the love and the passion they have for creation, which we'll talk about in another episode too. Yeah, totally. And I don't want to like, we don't want to go on for too long. There's so many things we can cover off. But like you say, once you start living out of love, do things on the side a little bit. You know, if you want to start doing something new, that's what I did. It's like you don't, and I read something somewhere about like not putting too much pressure on what you want to create or maybe like something you're really passionate about. If you're a creative or something, not to put too much pressure on it in terms of making you money. So do it as a side hustle while you still have a stable income. um, And then just... Just work away, chip away at it until it grows and then and then see what happens with it. Yeah. And and generally people will know, like, they'll know when you need to do that because, like, I just went cold turkey, quit, because that's I told you, like, do that. But I, I can do that any, with some things, but, like, I didn't work. have any responsibilities. Like, you know, of course, if you've got kids and a family that, you know, if you can afford to do that, great. But definitely your advice of just slowly the transitioning yeah. to what you want, seeing how it goes, testing the waters. But don't not test the waters because you're too scared Oh, to. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Exactly. It's, and you just got to look at it. I've learned to look at things now as, okay, it didn't work out. Yeah, that upsets me and I thought it would, but what can I learn from it? And usually, like, it's I'm, I'm starting to realise now, I think it's like something that happened just before I turned 30, was like everything sort of happens, like whether it be a breakup that happened yeah. or – you moved cities or you moved jobs or this friendship ended. I'm sort of seeing now all these, like, I think it's because I was coming to a new decade, like all these endings or things happening, challenges, all had to happen to get you to a certain spot. I've sort of started to see that a lot more now. And that's the bigger picture stuff that you Mm. need to look at. So don't, when you break up with someone, don't. I know the pain is awful, of course, we've all been through that, but you have to, again, remove yourself. Like when I broke up with it, we'll talk about this in another episode because it's really interesting. Yes, I can't wait. But um, 
when I broke up with someone after a seven and a half year relationship, one of my friends who's a lot older than me, she's in her 60s now, she said to me, think about the next 10 minutes, how you're going to feel. Think about the next 10 months, how you're going to feel. Think about the next 10 years where you're going to be without this person in your life. So, but I will tell you a bit more about that. We're going to be going through lots of tips and practical things for you to use in your day-to-day life as love lessons for you. So this is not about love lessons for your relationships. It's actually about you. It is the self-love club after all. Yay, thank you so much, Guy. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be great. I mean, how many people do a collab with their therapist? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. A special thanks to Nick Vaughan, our audio engineer. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on any eps you may have missed. To find out more about our Boss Babe guests and for the Self Love Club resources and blog posts, check out my website, bellcrawford.com. There's a new post on my go-to self-care practices and you can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to DM me on the gram because I love hearing from you. We've got heaps of Boss Babes coming up to empower you through 2019 with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes.